I spent the last three years learning from some of the best business minds inside the game of basketball. And now I've left my nine to five to create freedom and have fun while doing it. So the question is, how are hoopers and basketball fanatics like us using those same skills that gave us success on the court to give us success in our new sport of business? This podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I learn, apply, share knowledge, and change lives through the game that changed mine. My name is Myson Jones, and welcome to the Basketball to Business Podcast. What's up, podcast? I hope these thoughts give you some motivation, especially for those basketball trainers out there. I was thinking about uh, the college career, my college career. I played, for those of you who don't know, I played, I guess if it, if you call it high major D2, <laughs> high major division two in the southeast region. And we have this team, Lincoln Memorial, who uh, I don't say I hate, but I, I love competing against and I, I really did not like uh, all good guys, all solid people. I just didn't like them because they were, were our competitors. Of course, they probably won 118 in my four years at Anderson University. So they were they were always a solid team, high winning percentage. Uh, always went to the conference tournaments, uh, conference championship. Went to the NCAA tournament. Even made a, a one Final Four appearance and I think one national championship appearance. They came up short. Ha! But I mean, they were solid. They are definitely a high major D2, and they even beat Virginia, I think VCU, in uh, an exhibition game. So, solid team. And I remember one time uh, we were on the road my junior year, and you always see what kind of team you have whenever you're on the road and you're down at halftime by double digits. That was us. And my coach was the one who always had, like, this – this stoicism about him, unless we are playing poorly, but he had this stoicism about him, even when we were down, uh, even if we were working hard and doing the right thing, he, he was still stoic and more so optimistic, I should say, is a mixture of optimism and stoicism. Uh, but he would have the saying, we're fine. He would say, we're fine. And I didn't always believe him until, you know, I, I bought into the mindset of, you know what, hey, one play at a time. And, of course, you want to win on the road, especially if you have a long, long road trip. You know how that is as a a college athlete. We have a five- to six-hour road trip on the bus, and you have to go and wake up the next morning to get to school or to go to class. So we're getting smacked at this game. We traveled five hours. We're getting smacked at halftime. We're hearing about it in the fan section, in the student section. And we come out in the second half hot, on fire, taking it one play at a time. Your boy did pretty well, too. Finished with, I think, 19 and 6 that game. It was pretty efficient. I don't know what got into me. But played pretty well the second half of that game, and we crawled back one possession at a time. Things were working for us. And, uh, you know, we eventually came back and won that game. But the moral of that story was, you know, we didn't think about two halves from now. We didn't think about the road trip back. We were so bought into every single play and making sure that we did things right now. One thing that the sports psychologist I know says pretty often, his name is Sawyer Nix. He says, play where your feet are. We played where our feet were. And of course, making shots helps as well. But the moral of the story is, you know, we were getting our butt smacked. We're on the road. We want to win. Nothing's working for us in the first half. We get this pep talk from the coach. We're fine. And we focus on one play at a time. We start to chip away. We're focusing, focusing. And eventually, 
we come back and we win the game on the road, talk all kinds of crap to the student section and to the other team too. But it showed us something about our team that we are capable of really good things if we work together one play at a time. And I feel like we're we're down at the halftime right now with COVID happening. Some of you listening to this right now probably aren't able to train. Some of you probably are, but there are restrictions. And things do look really different at the moment. So my mindset right now is that of one when we were on the road playing in college. It's one day at a time, one play at a time. And that play for me is just making sure that uh, we're looking at those metrics, the financial metrics that really matter. For me, it's operating profit. How much money am I, are you, are we making? And how much are we spend, spending of that money? So what is our profit? What's our revenue minus our expenses? After we get that number, then we can see what that operating profit is. Uh, that's one of those metrics. The other metric is the occupancy ratio. How many people do we have in our training sessions every single session? We need to have all these training sessions booked up at whatever capacity it is that we have. And if we don't have it there, then there's something that is called economies of scale. So basically, if your, let's say your overhead, your rent is $50 per hour, and in one session, you have eight athletes, you have a full class. So you're definitely covering your rent and you're making some on top of that. But then this next class, you have a few athletes who are overflowing and you only have two athletes and you're only making, let's say, $25 from that training session and your rent's $50. Well, it just doesn't make sense to have that training session. It doesn't make sense to have that training session. Maybe you can get more athletes in or you can move those two athletes to another session where there is a better uh, margin on that specific hour. So those are the numbers that, you know, I'm playing with and I'm paying more attention to on more so a, a daily basis or an every other day basis. And I would encourage you to do that, too. It just seems like it is the equivalent of what happened my junior year going on the road playing this powerhouse D2 who recruits all these D1s and we eventually D1 transfers and we eventually beat them. Uh, I remember that being the same mindset and in our business, those plays, those every, those possessions are equivalent to the days that we have. What are we spending? Are we utilizing that software that we're spending money on, making the most out of each expense and making sure there's a return on investment? Are we paying attention to those numbers, those metrics that really, really, really do matter. Those are the, the big plays. Those are the things that I think will help us uh, chip away and make this more of a favorable time and rise like a phoenix whenever things do uh, turn back around to a better normal. So just my thoughts. Hope it gave some of you some, uh, some motivation and hope it has some practical tips to it. I like these concise podcast episodes i'm sure the intern uh, my man jacob appreciates <laughs> the shorter podcast episodes too with the time frames and scheduling these as well so thank you guys and i will be talking to you all soon yo hope that podcast gave you some value if it did please rate review and subscribe to this it only makes the podcast better i read every single one and at the very least go join our group you'll see the link in the description of this episode and i will catch you on the next one